0: All right, everybody. We're back here at the booth and really excited to have uh, uh, some opportunity to interview some more mortgage professionals here. So introduce yourself. It's Chris Curtis. Curtis, it's so good to have you here. (laughs) And make sure I get your mic up here, Ben.
1: Can you hear me there?
0: Yeah, now we can hear you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. So we got to hold the mics real tight. It's like, it's like back when I was growing up, I said, my mom used to say, I can hear your voice above everywhere. You ought to be on the radio. I <laughs> didn't know that how prophetic it would be. But anyway, it's good to have you here. Yeah,
1: I'm so thrilled to be here. Curtis Richards, the president yeah. and CEO of Mortgage Capital Trading. Uh, Great pipeline, hedging firm. Pipeline hedging firm based here in San Diego. Yes. And uh, happy to be here at the Alight Conference. Um, we have a lot of our clients who are starting to, to move on board with Alight. And so coordinating with them is uh, is key to uh, – it's important to our clients, what's important to us.
0: When you're looking at what gets you excited about what Light's doing, talk about that a little bit, especially when you look at the ability to create real-time scenarios from a capital market standpoint. It's really interesting.
1: Yeah, I think managers and owners, businesses, secondary marketing managers, they want meaningful metrics right. in how their business is operating. And a Light's promise, I think, is to mine the data – Much of which we have in in sort of the capital markets pipeline reporting and best execution data, they want to display that in meaningful ways so managers can understand how their business is performing, make forecast projections and resource appropriately. So um, I think that's the the promise of Alight is is making better business decisions. And I think and we sit on a lot of relevant data, and hopefully you know together we can develop the meaningful metrics that uh, our mutual clients care about
0: well let's talk about some of the metrics that you have at your firm you're one of the firms that our consulting firm refers into you do a great job at your firm um, talk about some of the metrics that you're that you're bringing into light you are, are they you guys are already interfaced correct
1: we do interface but I think it's really a work in process okay. um, there are certainly metrics about that are more capital markets focused that we deliver today to, to clients you know lift over best efforts. Um, gain on sale um, for accounting purposes, derivative asset valuation, mark-to-market valuation, pipeline uh, management uh, metrics, uh, you know, like expiration reports, et cetera. But I think what Alight is doing is just kind of moving the ball down the field a little further to make it a relevant, more relevant to the, the CFO community and less uh, in, in, in addition to the, the secondary marketing manager, which is our primary audience mm-hmm. or business owner right. today. So I think you know we want to see metrics about loan level hedge costs. Right. We want to see new metrics about um, the cash implic implications of of owning servicing. About you know. That's what right. You guys do. You do. We did. We yeah. bought in an MSR valuation company last year. Um, so we have. Uh, uh, folded that into our analytics and in fact we've got a press release right here David um, about our enhanced uh, best execution service now that, that I think is perfect timing for this conference because it talks about kind of the what if scenarios that um, you know what if I decide to um, engage MSR uh, financing right. in my decision to retain servicing how does that change the cost the, the cash to acquire uh, equation and so it empowers CFOs to um, to do this what if planning and, and, and look Look at the acquisition of servicing on a pre-tax or a um, or post-tax basis, and, and incorporate their sub servicing costs. Uh, so it's it's a um, and, and that's why we align so well with the light is because they are uh, trying to bring these some different scenarios and the, the, the understanding that every decision you need to understand the financial implications of your decisions, right? You know, and to help optimize, you know, how big how big of a servicing portfolio can I afford to you know to to maintain. When you're looking at companies
0: that are trying to do that, excuse the, the nice thing about the audio is it comes in right out of my computer. Um, when you're looking at various companies that are doing this, that are embracing what a light, where a light's going, what's your perspective? I mean, do you see this? Let me rephrase the question. I'm trying to say it without sound like I'm dumping on the industry, but the reality is I don't see many people looking as being as proactive. And what I think I like is a tool, and we've both seen people who try to understand the numbers, see the numbers, but they're not being as proactive about how they're doing it. And now too many guys, I talk to secretary marketing guys, your, your primary customer right. that you work with, and trying to pass that information up, it's like the CEO doesn't care. <laughs> I mean, well, they care if there's yeah. a big number, at the red number at the bottom of it
1: yeah i i always see i've seen mortgage banking as a as a continuum you you kind of are always progressing and I agree with you that some groups get stopped along the, the journey but those groups that are committed to you know to being in this industry long term I think have to keep evolving. And my observation is that you know we'll move clients from best efforts to mandatory, so they 'll start actively hedging and once they get their hands around that get comfortable, you know then they start to look for for meaningful business intelligence and some metrics and so I think it's it's a natural progression with firms as they as they mature that eventually they're going to have to start mining this data you know for to make better business intelligent decisions
0: yeah how many people out there that you're that you really see, they're actually spending the, as much time on this as, they, as
1: necessary. I think it's still a bit of a luxury. Yeah. I don't think there's an out-of-the-box solution yet, and that's why you know we're here to roll up our sleeves with Alight to say, awesome. what are the metrics that our mutual clients care about, yeah. and um, you know we have a point of view on it, and we do have the connectivity with their system, and as clients raise their hand and say, hey, I want to be on the Alight system, you know we're gonna. We're going to have a suggested offering of kind of here are the metrics that we think, as a hedge advisory firm, makes sense for you to look at on your, on your light dashboards. So it is, a, it is an out-of-the-box solution yet, but I don't think it's that far away either. It's, it's pretty intuitive if you stop. I'm, so,
0: and, I'm just so encouraged that you're doing this, that you're on board with them. And embracing this I think that is outstanding
1: yeah i mean it 's really because our client our clients want it and, it, and you 're right it 's not hundred percent of them no. and probably not even twenty five percent of them. It's, it's still a minority yeah. but I think it'll as yeah, this, this industry continues to um, you know evolve and it becomes more and more competitive I think you're going to have to be you know looking for every advantage you, you can find and I think you know these advantages in understanding your business and the metrics are gonna you know be be monetized by those groups that spend the time to to focus on them
0: well, we can't have a guy from the capital markets <laughs> here without start talking about what's going on in the market. We're still watching that's first of all, I'd love to get your reaction to Donald Trump's uh presidency and how the markets are behaving. uh get your thoughts on that, and then let's get into more specifics on where where do you think we're headed yeah
1: I think um you know we've been surprised by this the speed at this uh the bond market uh uh, reversal uh, reversal of this uh increase in, in rates we're seeing in mortgages. I mean we've I think I just saw the markets close today and we're down another point. So we've lost over three hundred basis points since uh Trump's election in the um you know in the in the MBS market. So you know it's um you know it, it's not a cause for concern among our client base are right. all we're hedging to their pull Yeah, so
0: it's not a loss issue. Now we're talking about Business, how? What is What's well, the, right. what uh, the impact? Yeah, from that? a
1: hedger's point of view, you know, we're more concerned about a a, a large rally in the market. Yes, at uh, this point. Yeah. But uh, you know, when we see the market tank like this, like we did in the summer of 2013, you know, we, um, we we're a little less anxious about it. I mean, there are some do's and don'ts, and we're communicating to our clients on that to to, to you know react to this market. But um, but I think you know, made the longer term you know concern is that yeah, you know, rates are rising and action levels that we've enjoyed the last couple of years you know might be. Might be uh, diminished going forward, and if you have not transition from, you know, if you haven't built up a, a strong purchase business, you know, your 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 volume could be at risk.
0: Yeah, talk a little bit about what are you recommending for companies. At moving forward in this environment? Is there specific things that, I mean, you guys are not only a hedge management firm, you're an advisory firm, you're really helping with strategic direction. What are some of the strategic directions you're really encouraging your clients to look at?
1: Well, I do, and one trend I've seen um, among some of our more progressive clients is, you know, adding a direct-to-consumer channel. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of our clients have the classic retail channels and also have the wholesale channel. But I've been encouraged to see other groups kind of embrace this direct-to-consumer uh, is it the whole
0: Rocket Mortgage? Is that is, is it that, yeah. or is it?
1: Yeah, I think it's 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 um you know making you know it's becoming more of a less of a sales company, more of a marketing company, right. getting that phone to ring yeah. so that uh, you know a um a mortgage associate can pick up the phone and and, and deal directly with the client. Right. Um, so we're seeing
0: more and more evidence of that. What what's it looking like within your customer base as far as those that are actually seeing customers apply online and go through like mike was just saying you didn't hear his comments but he says he's got some companies where some percentage like 20 percent of the business is going all the way through from start to finish and they're calling the borrower and says do you need any help they go no we're doing
1: fine <laughs> what do you see when looking at your customers yeah i mean i can even trump that uh i think we've seen uh, clients change their entire business model classic retail shop just saying hey uh, i'm gonna let go of my uh, expensive loan officers i'm gonna I'm going to become a marketing company. I'm going to make the phone ring in my office, and I'm going to deal with those borrowers that uh, that are calling me. So I've seen one shop in particular was uh, run by a very um, uh, award-winning, nationally recognized loan officer who's, who's uh, transformed his entire company this way. Wow. Um, just because he – And it's working. And it's working. Uh, he's getting purchase business and not just the refi business as well. So I think it's definitely doable, and I would encourage all our companies to explore the, you know, the, the viability of this channel in the marketplace just to diversify, you know, the, um, you know, the, uh, the origination channels.
0: We talk about the millennials being the only one doing this, but that's not necessarily the case. It's some of it. I have two individuals, uh, one which she's in her mid 50s and another one who's in his early 60s, and they went the path of the millennials. Just so, not talk to a loan officer. Applied online, went through the whole process. In the case of the gal that it's in, uh, she's up in uh, Northern California, and uh, works for a mortgage company. She says it was the most pleasant
1: experience I did. <laughs> no, I think it's encouraging, and uh, I think we'll see more of it for sure.
0: I think uh, that we're seeing some trends. What are some other trends that you're noticing amongst the companies that use? Are the more progressive, the more successful companies? You have a unique perspective.
1: I think um, we're seeing a, a, an increased focus on, um, you know, accounting systems. Um, you know, people want loan level hedge costs now, and we've because we hedge in the aggregate, and you have to accept some business rules when you uh,
0: mm-hmm. when
1: you derive loan level hedge costs. But we're seeing uh, increased demand for for that. We also seen, you know, kind of clients requiring connectivity between their systems, be it their capital market system or their loan their operating system, their pricing engine. All these systems need to talk to each other so that there's not rekeying of data, so that there's as much efficiency in the system as possible. And the trend that we're seeing as well um, with our clients is, you know, we have historically been a consulting based company and about three years.
0: I like you (laughs) because you do a great job of educating those that are getting into it. You guys do a great job
1: at that. Thank you, David. But, you know, but even those clients that uh, appreciate the consulting eventually as they become um, adept in the capital market space, they want to take on more of that, that responsibility themselves in-house. So now the tools that we've provided to our traders For the last 15 years, we're now making available to our clients, so clients who want to run their own mark-to-market in real time, those clients that want to do their own best execution analysis, those clients that want to do their own hedging scenarios, they can do that online now with or without uh, an MCT trader holding their hand. So we're seeing this movement away you know for this some maybe you know, that may change these this current markets scenario that we're experiencing that well, may change yeah. It's like <laughs> be
0: careful what you wish for. you may get it, and you would wish you had
1: it that's true that's true no, but we're always in the background so we're yeah. ready ready to provide advice ready to keep everybody uh, you know on the yeah. rails but uh but this increased you know interest in in uh in a pathway to be autonomous i think is is something we're noticing. Uh, We're also in the outsource lock desk business and we see a lot of interest, especially with um. Is that for the more of the merging companies that are, you know, it tends to be, you know, the lock desk turns out to be a pain point for a lot of mortgage companies. Just the staffing challenges, uh, the, uh, the need to be responsive and reacting to to market conditions. You always need to be ready, you know, Mm -hmm. to shut down pricing or reissue pricing and, um, we're able to move that from a from a fixed to a variable cost for for um...
0: talk about that because that's a great feature that you guys do talk about the cost structure you know, for, for someone that, why they should consider doing mm.
1: that. Well,
0: again, it moves it from This my... is a, this is a shameless ability I'm <laughs> opening the door for you just to come advertise.
1: Oh. I wish my, uh, lock desk manager was here to, to, to give all the details, but, you know, I think the main driver for most companies and their interest in this is, uh, is ability to move from a fix to a variable cost, um, and have a, kind of a hundred percent confidence that it's going to be. Staffed and it 's going to be reacting in real time to market conditions and implementing a whatever the lock policy is of the company and you 'd be surprised by the variability and I know you guys look mm-hmm. at best practices yes, throughout, the mor- but there 's a lot of different um, custom approaches i'd say that uh, mortgage companies implement on the lock desk, and so we 're able to 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 uh, you know, uh, describe that and implement exactly what the mortgage company wants. So, so I think for those reasons, the, the cost uh, uh, efficiencies, the the reliability, and the uh, and the um, uh, the ability to implement a policy consistently is really the main drivers for the lockdust success.
0: As we wrap up this interview, there's MCT is one of many good companies that's mm-hmm. out there. But what is the most unique distinguishing factor? About your company, I think one of the things that come to mind is the fact that you will help and consult the people through their journey you help them start at an early stage mm-hmm. of this thing and that's one of the reasons I've referred so much business your way is because of that place you're really good at helping people get into it and then grow. But what are some of the other things that people should know about your firm?
1: Yeah, I think the, um, and I should, I should thank you for all those referrals in the past, David. So thank you for that, uh, for your confidence in MCT. Um, The the feedback we get most of the time is that, you know, people like working with MCT because of the hand-holding approach. We are resourced to be there every step of the way. And in market conditions like we have now, like you've alluded to, if you want to have a, you know, a a colleague um, or a, a source to talk through ideas to understand what's happening out there. What actions should I take? What should I be worried about? And so unlike a lot of the other hedge advisors, what are be a resource to be and you know, have to deliver a one-on-one sort of, you know, concierge type style, um, especially for those groups that are just getting started with us? and. You know, I think that the people like that the feature that people like about working with MCT is that there is this pathway by moving to the software where you can be, become you know more autonomous and really internalize this functionality, the, the capital markets functionality within your firm, at whatever pace you want. So we can be there, you know, just um, you know holding your hand as, as you're starting to execute your, your best execution analysis or do your or execute your, your, your trades for hedging purposes. Um, or we can just be making sure that the data is flowing and you're doing everything yourself. So there's really multiple levels of engagement. And I think people like that flexibility. They do.
0: Yeah. That's that's a consistently thing that people, there's several people I referred to you and they're still with you. And they, <laughs> I said, well, I said, why do you stay? And there's, I mean, I always oh, said, oh, we have a lot of people knocking on our door, but it's because they have been there with us from mm-hmm. day one and helped us go through every one of the stages. And the relationships you have built with your clients is, I mean, they trust you and i mean you if there was ever a business where an aspect of this business was trust it's just paramount it's that how have you been able to build that establish that
1: well that's that is our mission statement we want to be mm-hmm. uh, the trusted capital market advisor to our yeah. clients. It's right, right here. It's on yeah. our, our list. Yeah. And so, you know, we do everything. We give 150% effort to, to deliver on that promise. And so it means having the right resource in place and having knowledgeable folks that know the capital market space, but also have relationships within the industry so we can advise on, you know, other matters be it warehouse or MSR financing or um, accounting systems or LOS systems or what is the best practice for lock desk. So we So we like to get involved in in, in, and at least offer our our point of view, um, and try to help our clients, you know, run the best possible business that they can. And just circling back with a light, that's why we're here today. It's because yeah. these people seem committed to helping companies be the best they can be, and it fits with our mission.
0: Yeah, there's good alignment in that whole area. Thank you so much, Curtis, for taking a few minutes to kind of just join me in here in the booth, and hopefully we haven't disturbed them out there
1: too badly. Hopefully but, not. Hopefully our voices are right. there reasonably. <laughs> we yeah. turned
0: up the mic so we can whisper a little more. Thank you so much. <laughs> David, really thank you. Do appreciate thank it. You. it. Look forward to talking to you again. again. It's thank good to you. be in your hometown. Thanks. Yeah. All care. right, folks, we've had Curtis in from MCT. I tell you One of the major companies that I have referred to, and I've been so happy that I've done, our clients love them because of the care that they have and the relationship that they build. So if you're looking for someone, be sure to go to their website, and I encourage you to check them out.